reading comes from the prophet Micah, chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. If you'd like to follow along, it's on page 816 in the Old Testament. Hear the word of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with, ten, with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our New Testament lesson comes from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 24, beginning with verse 34, found on page 24 in the New Testament of your Pew Bible. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees. They had been asking him questions all afternoon. They gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I am a second-born child. I have an older brother. He's five years older than me. And I think that the first sentence out of the mouth of every second-born child is, that is not fair. (laughs) That is not fair. He gets to stay up later than I do. That is not fair. He gets to sit in the front seat, and I don't. That is not fair. He gets to go out, and I have to stay home. There is something built into us from the very beginning that is judging life about fairness, about equity. It is built into us, and it is built into Scripture as well. There is a word for fairness in the Hebrew Bible. It is tzedek. It sounds like stuttering. Tzedek is the word for fairness, for justice, for fair judgment, for righteousness, for social righteousness. All of those are words used to translate one concept, a central concept found throughout Scripture, that other people matter. They matter to God. They matter to us. That the way we treat other people is in a very real sense the way we show respect for God who is their creator in whose image they are made. Tzedek, justice, fairness. I once as a part of a 
Bible class was given the assignment to look up every use of that one word in the Old Testament. There are about 75 times that Tzedek shows up. Sometimes it shows up in the law code. Sometimes it shows up in discussion about people who are in the street or people who are refugees. It may show up in talking about slaves or exiles or next-door neighbors. Finally, I came to the conclusion that the best way to translate the whole concept of Tzedek is treat people like family, treat people like kinfolk. Jesus loves me, this I know, and we also know Jesus loves that fellow down the street or across the way. Cornell West, a philosophy professor and civil rights leader, at a recent forum at First Presbyterian Church, Charlotte, North Carolina, said, justice is love at work in public. Justice is love at work in public. It is especially the work of helping those who have been pushed down, left out, left behind. We know this, one of the great ends of the church, of the Presbyterian Church, as stated in the Book of Order, is that we are to promote social righteousness. Our goal is to help our neighborhood, our city, our country, even the world that God loves, to help it look a little more like the kingdom of heaven. This is a very ancient concept. Micah, the prophet, speaks in 750 B.C., and he answers the question, what does the Lord require? What are we to do to make God happy? Do tzedek, love, mercy, walk humbly. The prophet Jesus, when asked, what are we to do to make God happy? Love God. Love your neighbor like family. On these two hang all the law and the prophets, which is Jesus' way of saying, that's the Bible, in two sentences. We are to honor God by caring for God's children. We are to treat people like they are kin to us. Some of us, we know this, some of us gather food for the food bank and others work for fair wages so that people have enough money to buy food. Some work to help folk get job skills, like Boaz and Ruth Incorporated for the last dozen years, helping people get their act together so they can be hired and keep a job. And others work so that there are jobs for people out in the community. Some tutor children one by one. Some work with the school or the school system to make sure all the children are getting what they need. Justice means treating people like family, like my family, like God's family. It is a central theme all through the Bible. Love is justice at work in public especially God's love for the least, the last, the lost. Right now, within our own congregation, the Risk Justice Ministry team is working with other congregations and meeting with the Henrico School Board. What we 
have learned from talking with the school board is that on the east end of Henrico County, 50% of the children cannot read at grade level in the third grade. Half the children, which means in the third grade you start reading for content. You start reading to learn instead of learning to read. Half the children in the East End are being left behind. And so we are now meeting with the school board to talk about ways to address this because it is a reality of our life that we get used to things we should not get used to. And at some point, somebody has to stand up and say, we can't live with this. We wouldn't accept that for our own children. I've got three children. I wouldn't accept it if half my children couldn't read. And so we go into the community to treat people like family, to work with those who care, to see that all the children will learn to read and learn to learn. For children cannot speak for themselves. Many of you are familiar with Richmond Hill, founded some 20 years ago in a convent on Churchill. This ecumenical retreat center has a history of working on the spiritual life and the community life of Richmond. Our congregation gave money 12 years ago to help redo the chapel at Richmond Hill. Many of you have taken classes or been to a workshop or maybe volunteered with summer camp on the hill. Richmond Hill's founding documents make it clear that injustice is a spiritual issue, an affront to the living God. If we are to worship God, we are to listen to the law and the prophets. Richmond Hill works with a lot of people on the east end of our city, and in recent years, they have come up against a structural barrier a structural barrier that is part neglect and part discrimination. And the barrier is the decrepit transportation city system of this world-class city. We tell people to stay in school and get a job, but then they graduate and they don't have a bus line that will take them to where the jobs are being offered. You can be too poor to get to work in order to get out of poverty if you don't own a car in our system. This hurts employers who need folk to come to work and it hurts people looking for a job. The bus system, the transit system, is a major topic over at Richmond Hill and now for the whole community. What a strange thing for a religious group to worry about, mass transit. But since justice is love at work in public, I guess public education and public transportation are locations where love can make a difference. This is a national Martin Luther King Jr. memorial holiday, and if you know your history, you remember the Montgomery City bus boycott the first major struggle for civil rights in the Deep South in modern times. On public buses, black people were told to go to the back of the bus, and if a white person needed a seat, the black person had to give up the seat. Yet all paid the same fare, and all needed a ride to work or school or home. 
And so the bus line became the location for a decision about SEDEC, about justice. Are we going to treat all people as family or only those who look like us? Justice is love at work in public. It is God's love and our love. On this hangs all the law and prophets, the Bible. Nations today are facing a new refugee crisis as a terrible war in Syria sends a million people fleeing for their lives. In my lifetime, I have seen refugees flee from Vietnam, from wars in Central Africa, from Bosnia and Eastern Europe. This congregation once resettled a Muslim family from Bosnia as an act of love, as an act of treating people like family. And a few years later, we resettled a family from Afghanistan. Now, a new refugee crisis, a new question that is very old. Is there any room in the inn? Do we remember slaves fleeing from Egypt with Moses? Do we remember Mary and Joseph fleeing from the soldiers of King Herod? Do we remember our own ancestors who may have come to this continent as religious or economic refugees? God has shown us what is good and right. What does the Lord require? That we make love visible in the world where we live. On this hangs all the teaching of Scripture, all the law and prophets, this is what will bring a smile to God's face. Thanks be to God.